Shalom to all. Today's daf is Pesachim Daf Mem Zayin. We are starting Mem Vav Amud Beis, the third to last word on the daf. Today's daf is sponsored by Bishchus Mordechai Ben Yehudis Rivka. Hashem should grant him a complete refuah sanefesh and refuah sagof. Now we had concluded yesterday, somewhere in the middle of a discussion, Rab and Reb Chizda were arguing whether or not we apply the concept of Hayol, which literally means since, and the general way to apply it would be since I could do or say X, and then the din would be different, or this item's status would change. Then even though I haven't done or said X, the din is nonetheless different. Now in the course of that discussion, Rav Chizda had told Rabbah that really midiraisa on Yontif one is allowed to prepare for Shabbos. It's just asim midirabanon because people might accidentally prepare on Yontif for a weekday, but Shabbos preparation are allowed to be done on Yantif. And the Gemara says, Eisfei, Rabbi asked Rav Chizda, Lechem Aponim, we know the showbreads, these are Lechem Aponim, they were baked on Erev Shabbos, and they were eaten the next Shabbos, Memzayin Amadalf on the top, Nechal Etesha, they're eaten on the ninth day from their baking, Lasar the tenth day, Lachadosar on the eleventh day, Loipachas Bolyaisar, not less than that, and not more than that. Ketzad, how is that? Kidarka, if it's a regular standard week, Letisha, they're eaten the ninth day from baking. Nefab Erev Shabbos, they're baked on Erev Shabbos. Nechal B'Shabbos Letisha, then they're eaten the next Shabbos, that's the ninth day. So if you make the calculation, something baked on Friday and it's going to be eaten the next Shabbos, that's nine days. Chal Yantif Erev Shabbos, let's say Yantif falls on an Erev Shabbos. Nechal Shabbos, last hour, then it's eaten the next Shabbos, that's ten days, because it wasn't baked on Friday, it was baked on Thursday. Shnei Yom Tem Shana, let's say Rosh Hashanah falls on an Erev Shabbos, that means Rosh Hashanah is Thursday, Friday. So that means that the Lechem upon was baked on Wednesday. Wednesday, the Nechal Shabbos, Lachadosar, then it's eaten the next Shabbos, and that's going to be the 11th day from it being baked. And the Brask includes, Baking Lechem upon him is not Deichel Shabbos or Yantif. And here comes Rabbi with his question, V'yamret, if you're going to say, Tzarchel Shabbos, Nasen B'yantif, something necessary for Shabbos is allowed to be done on Yantif, Amayla Dachel Yantif, so why are they not Deichel Yantif? Why are you now allowed to bake the Lechem upon him on Yantif? Now the reasoning behind this question is, because if Chizdet told us that Midai Raisa, something that's necessary for Shabbos is allowed to be done on Yantif, it's just that it's only us and to do, and we know that there's no Isra Shvos in the Mikdash. In the base of Mikdash, there are no Isri Dirabanan. So if it's only Asr to bake on Yantif to Shabbos Midrabanan, so then there should be no Isr to do this in the base of Mikdash, there should be no problem to bake the Lechem upon him. Amalais Rav Chiz responded to Rabbah, Shvus Krevi Tiru. They only permitted an immediate Shvus. Shvus for Chaikalai Tiru. They did not permit a very far away Shvus, meaning something that's necessary for today's Shabbos, or let's say today was Friday and tomorrow's Shabbos, so that's immediate. So then they permitted that. However, something for the next week Shabbos that they didn't permit. But now the Gemara asks, Lord Shimon Gamliel, according to him, to Amr Mishum Ben Asgan, he said in the name of Roshim Ben Asgan, that we are Matar Shvas and Yantef. It's just not Matar Yom Tzayim, a fast day meaning Yom Kippur. Michael and Mamer, what could we say? So we answer, this is what they argue about. The Tanakam holds a Shvas Kroiva, something that's immediate, that is Mutter. Shvas Rechaikalayitiru, something that's going to be far off, that's not Mutter. And this Roshim Ben Asgan holds Shvas Rechaikanamitiru, that a Shvas Rechaikah is also Mutter. We continue asking on Rav Chizda, Masrav Mari, this was the carbon, these were the breads that were brought on Shvuas. They're not eaten. Not less than two days from them being baked. And not more than three. Kate how is that? They were baked on Erev Yantif. Then they'd be eaten on Yantif. That's the second day of them being baked. Let's say Yantif falls out after Shabbos, meaning Shavuos fell out on Sunday. Then they're eaten on Yantif. This is the third day of them being baked, meaning they were baked on Erev Shabbos. And they're going to be eaten on Sunday, which is the third day from when they were baked. Because baking the Shtei Alechem is not Deich Shabbos. Or Yantif. Now, if you're going to say that whatever is necessary for Shabbos is allowed to be done on Yantif, something that's necessary for Shabbos is permitted to be done on Yantif. So, the Yantif, Yantif, Mibaya, something that's necessary for Yantif itself, for sure it's allowed to be done on Yantif. And from the fact that the Brisa didn't say that, it must be that something that's necessary for Shabbos is not allowed to be done on Yantif. So, the Gemara answer is no. Shani Hassan, in that case, is different to Amakra. The Pasuk says, Lochem, for you, meaning the only type of food that's allowed to be baked on Yantif is Lochem. 
only if it's for you, and not for Hashem. And this carbon, even though it's being eaten by the Kaihanim, it's still considered the Gavaya, it's considered for Hashem because it's a carbon, and therefore you're not allowed to bake it on Yantef. We ask, that said in the name of Shimon Askan, that it is Yantef, you are allowed to bake the Shtei Allah on Yantef. What can we say? What do we learn out of the word Lachem for you? You're only allowed to make food on Yantef for yourself, but you're not allowed to make food for Gentiles. However, you are allowed to make food, so to speak, for Hashem, and therefore it would be permitted. However, we do not have any questions on Rechizda. He still could hold that Sarche Shabbos are allowed to be done on Yantef. Now, going back to the discussion of Hayel, and remember we had said that Rechizda does not hold of the concept of Hayel, whereas Rabbah does. Shalchle Rav Chizda Rabbah, Rechizda sent a question to Rabbah, Biyad of Achabar of Huna, in the hand of Rav Achabar of Huna, Minyi sent the question with Rav Achabar of Huna. Miyamin and Hayel, do we really say Hayel? But tonight we have a Mishnah, Yesh Charish Talamachot, a person could plow one row, meaning one patch of ground, a person could be over eight lavin for doing so. He's plowing with an axe and a donkey, and we know that's Asr because of Kilayim. And they're also hektish, and he's misappropriating hektish, he's using it for his own needs. And he's also improving an area that has Kilayim Bekarim planted, and he would be over for that. And it was Shemitah, and you're not allowed to plow in Shemitah. He was doing this on Yantef. He's a Kayin, and he's a Nazir. He's in a plot of land that's Tameh, and we know that a Kayin and a person who's a Nazir is not allowed to be in a plot of land that's Tameh. So he could be over eight different things. And here comes Rechizah with his question. If you're going to say, He shouldn't be high for plowing on Yantef. Since this dirt could be used for covering the blood of a bird that was shechted, we know there's a mitzvah of Kisu Adam that anytime a bird or wild animal is shechted, we have to Kisu Adam, cover its blood with dirt. And this dirt that he's plowing up right now could technically be used for Kisu Adam of a bird that he could shecht on Yantef. So therefore, we should say Hayal. And from the fact that we see that he's high for plowing, it must be that we don't say Hayal. Amar of Papa Rashmuel, he answers, we're talking about that he's plowing up pointed stones and you can't use them for Kisu Adam. So we respond, Ru'u is the question. He could technically crush them up and he could still use them for Kisu Adam. But now the Gemara responds, is it really permitted to crush these stones on Yantif? So really they're not Ru'u for Kisu Adam. The Gemara answers, no. Ru'u is the question, he could really crush them in an unusual manner so he technically could use them for Kisu Adam. So the Gemara says, you're right, but Tzunma, really it's rocky soil and this rocky soil can't be used for Kisu Adam. Say Tzunma Barzria, are you really able to plant in rocky soil? Why would he be for plowing it up, you can't even plant there. My answer is no. It had this rocky soil on top of offer and nice fine dirt underneath, and you're able to plant in that nice fine dirt. The Gemara so typically Mishum offer tichuach. So why don't we say that he's able to use this offer tichuach as kisu adam? And we're back to our original question. Hoyl, since he's able to use it for kisu adam, so he shouldn't be chay for that. And from the fact that we said he's chay for plowing, it must be that we don't apply the concept of hoyl. El Amar Marbaravashi gives a different reason. Betina, he was plowing in mud, and that's why he's chay for the charisha for the plowing, but he's not able to use it for kisu adam because it's. The Gemara asks Vitina Barzriahu, is he able to plant in mud that he would be high for plowing in such a thing? The Gemara answers Bimasunta, it actually was moist, clumpy soil, so we're calling it mud. You are able to plant in it, however, you are not able to use it for Kisu Adam. And that's why we don't have a question on the concept of Hail from this Brisa, because there is no possibility of using this dirt for Kisu Adam. However, now we have another question on Rabbah. He asks, If a person cooks the Gira Anasha in milk on Yantif, and he eats it, like a Chamesh, he gets five sets of Malkas. He gets Malkas for cooking the Gira Anasha on Yantif. That's not considered something that he's able to eat, so therefore he's high for cooking it. He also gets Malkas for eating the Gira Anasha. He gets Malkas for cooking meat and milk together. And he gets Malkas for eating Basar together. And he also gets Malkas for 
for lighting a fire unnecessarily on Yontif. Again, he had no reason to cook this. It's not considered food that he's able to eat, so therefore he's chayv even for lighting this fire. And here's the question. If you're going to say hayol, so avar he shouldn't be chayv for lighting this fire. Because he technically could use this fire for a different one of his needs that he would be allowed to do on Yontif. And from the fact that we say that he's chayv for lighting a fire, it must be that we don't apply the concept of hayol. Amrle, Rabbi responded, Apak avar, let's take out that lava of avara, vial get anoshesh on the veil. Let's say that the reason why he's chayv is because he ate get hanoshe and it was nevela, and that's why he's chayv, the fifth one. We ask Vatan Rebchia. Rebchia said, like in Shtam al Chilasai, in this case, he gets two malchus for eating it, Vishalish al Bishulai, and three for cooking it, Vi Isa, and if it's like what you're saying, that it was get hanoshe of nevela, so Shalish al Chilasai, he really should have said that you're chayv three for eating it. So Rabbi responds, okay, you're right. El Apak avara, take out the lava of avara, vial atse mukta. He used muktza wood. He wasn't allowed to use that muktza wood, and that's why he gets malchus. So Abai asks him, "Oh, muktza diraisa? Who is muktza and iser diraisa that he would get malchus for using muktza wood on Yatif? Amrle, Rabbi responded, "In yes, we have a pasuk. It says, 'Vahayabayamashishi, and it was on the sixth day. Bechinus asher yaviu, and they have to prepare that what they're going to bring. Meaning, meaning you have to prepare before Shabbos or Yatif that which you want to use on Shabbos or Yatif. And how do you know you're going to get malchus for this? Vazarasa mehacha, and azhara is from here. Now we know that in order to get malchus for love, it has to have azhara." Pasuk worded as, you shall not do the following. So where's the Azhara for Mukta? It says in the Pasuk, You're not allowed to do any Malacha. So we have Azharas, so that means a person is going to get Malchus for being Ivor on the Isra of Mukta. Amr Lay, Abai now responded to Rabbah, That can't be. You yourself had told us, I asked Rav Chizda, Some say that Abai was telling Rabbah, That you had told us that you asked from Afuna. Let's say someone took a sheep from the Afar, which is the pasture, Vishachtu, and he shechted it. Tamid beyontif as the carbon tamid anyontif mahu what's the halacha? Now this sheep, since it was out in the pasture, it's technically considered mukta because he didn't have in mind to use it. He left it all the way out of the pasture. Is that allowed to be used as the carbon tamid anyontif? The at amritlan Allah, and you told us on this halacha that we have a pasuk, and we're going to read the pasuk first, and then we're going to darshan it. The pasuk says the sa'achas min hatzayin and one sheep from the flock min hamasayim from two hundred mimashke Yisrael from the beverage or from the banquet of Yisrael. And now what's the drasha? The Gemara says. Seh, what do we learn from this word Seh? This sheep that's being brought is not allowed to be a Bukhar. Achas, what do we learn from there? Vilay Maiser, it's not allowed to be Maiser. Minhat Sain, what do we learn from there? Vilay Hapalgas, it's not allowed to be a Palgas. Something that's in its 13th month is considered a Palgas, meaning it's not here and it's not there. If it's after its 13th month, it's considered an Isle or Ram. If it's before its 13th month, it's considered a Keves. So we have to bring either a Keves or an Isle, but it's not allowed to be a Palgas. Mem Chasamadalf on the top, we continue dodging this Pasuk Minhamasayim out of 200, and Rashi says, now we're moving on from talking about carbonus. We're talking about wine for the Nesachim, wine for the libations on the Mizbeach. From that which is left over, it's excess, it's extra of 200 that's left inside the vat. And Mikan, we learn from here, the Arla is bottle in 200. That means that if we have 200 leg, let's say, of wine in a large vat and we're a large barrel, and then one leg of Arla falls in, so it's bottle in 200, and that means that we can take one leg out of this, that is the excess over 200, and that's a lot to be used for wine as the Nesachim. And now Abayah zones in with his question. The last part of the Pasuk is Darshan. What do we learn from here? It has to be something that's mutter to Yisrael. 
that's what the Nesachim are allowed to be. Mikan Amr, from here they said, and Mevi Nesachim in Tevel, you're not allowed to bring Nesachim from Tevel. Yachol, you might think, Loyavim in a Muktzah, that Nesachim on the Mizbech are not allowed to be brought from Muktzah wine. Amrit, Ma Tevel Miyochid, just like Tevel is unique. She Iser Gufay Garamlai. The what is its Iser? It's Iser Gufay. It's an inherent Iser. Afkal, She Iser Gufay Garamlai. So too, something that's not allowed to be brought is something that has an Iser Guf, it has an inherent Iser. Yatza Muktzah that excludes Muktzah, She in Iser Gufay Garamlai. It doesn't have an inherent Iser. Al Iser Dover Acher Garamlai. It's also because of something else. It was Muktzah, meaning you didn't have in mind that you wanted to drink it, but not that there's anything inherently wrong with it. And here comes Abai finishing his question. Vi Amrit Iser Muktzah Dairaisa. If it's like what you, Rabba, said, that the Iser Muktzah is really Dairaisa, Mali Iser Gufay, Mali Iser Dover Acher. What does it make a difference if it has an inherent Iser or if it's also because of something else? It's Iser Midairaisa, and you should not be allowed to use it as Nusachaman Nusbech. So we see very clearly that Iser Muktzah is not Dairaisa. Va'id, and furthermore, Abai continues asking Rabba, Ha'atud Amrit, you yourself had said, Chilk Melachas Lashabas, Ve'ain Chilk Melachas Layantif, that we divide the Melachas up for Shabbos and not for Yantif. Meaning, if a person is over two separate Melachas on Shabbos, he's going to get two separate sets of Melachas, but not on Yantif. And according to your explanation, is Brisa that the reason why a person is going to get five sets of Melachas on Yantif is because he did two separate Melachas, he cooked and he used Mukta. Well, that's Chilk Melachas, and you yourself had said there's no Chilk Melachas on Yantif. So Rabbi says, You're right, take out the Lava Avara, you're not going to be Chayev for that, but you will be Chayev for lighting this wood of Atzei Asherah. It's Asherah wood, and we know you're not allowed to benefit from that because Zavay Dezara, Vazhar Meach, and Azara, that you're going to get Malkas is from here. It says in the Pasuk, and nothing shall cling to you from that which is banned. And Amalai Ravacha Breda Ravala Abai, but now he asks, so he should also get a sixth set of Malkas. If what he's using is a share wood, he should be either for loy you shouldn't bring an abomination into your house. So you should be chayv six Malkas and not five. So let's take out the lava avar and say the reason why he's chayv five sets of Malkas is because the fifth one is for using hektish wood. You shall burn their Asherah trees in fire, meaning Avaydazara, and you shall not do the same for Hashem your God. So Rabba successfully answered all the questions being asked to him. We conclude with the Machlaikas Rabba and Ravchista remaining, whether or not we're going to apply Hail. Rabba says we do say Hail, and Ravchista says we do not. We're going to stop here for the day. Everyone should have a wonderful day.